is what I'm giving my attention to helping me grow? It's not a silly question. Grab yourself a cozy blanket, your journal and a cuppa for a little spiritual soul time out with me, Carly Thompson, as we explore how what you give your attention to can help you grow. We made it. Term two, almost done and dusted, right? That is something to celebrate. I wonder what you are celebrating. What wins have you had this term in your classroom? Maybe take a moment to reflect on personal wins in your personal life or wins that you've had in your classroom. Celebrate those moments You are worth celebrating and I'd love to celebrate those wins with you. Why don't you tag me on Instagram at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach or even drop me an email at carlythompson.com. Well, today I wanted to share some information with you that I think is really important and really helpful as we make goals and move forward in our sense of well-being. The World Health Organization defines well-being as the presence of a state in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her own community. That was in World Health Organization 2004. So well-being isn't just the absence of stress. It actually explores how to live a life of meaning. Here's the sad reality. In 2004, Howard writes, Teachers worn down by their work exhibit reduced work goals, lower responsibility for work and outcomes, lower idealism, heightened emotional detachment, work alienation and self-interest. Of course, if you are being weighed down by your work, you begin to lose your sense of purpose, your sense of meaning in what you are doing. So paying attention to your well-being is vital in personal and spiritual growth. Somewhere, writes renowned spiritual author Henry Nouwen, we know that without silence, words lose their meaning, that without listening, Speaking no longer heals, that without distance, closeness cannot cure. Somewhere we know that without a lonely place, our actions quickly become empty gestures. The careful balance between silence and words, withdrawal and involvement, distance and closeness, solitude and community forms the basis of the Christian life and should therefore be the subject of our most personal attention. He's drawing from the scriptures here in Luke 6.16. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Right here, Jesus is modelling to us the importance of listening 
to pay attention to what God is saying or doing. He's reminding us of the importance of solitude and how paying attention in these times will give us the courage to follow God's will. Without time spent in solitude with God, all the extra things you are doing become empty. You lose your sense of purpose and meaning. Remember Seligman's PERMA from episode 17? M represents meaning. In Acts 17, verse 28, Luke writes, For in Him we live and move and have our being. If we flick backwards to Matthew 6, 34, the message version, we read, Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. In times of solitude and silence, we are strengthened, encouraged, challenged and given a sense of meaning and purpose in what we are to put our hands to. It's in silence and solitude when we draw away from the tensions of contemporary life for a little while. He shows us that fruitful love and service overflow from a living relationship with God which we know rests in Seligman's perma, also under relationships. These are things that build our sense of well-being. It is as we draw near to God, our hearts and minds are not just drawn towards self-care, which is very important. See episode seven for more on that. But also care for each other and our world. In teaching, being busy is sometimes a little bit glorified, isn't it? I know because I do it sometimes too. Uh, We say I have had to work all weekend with a little bit of pride in our voices about how hard we work and how much we must care for our classes to be doing so much work on the weekends. But sometimes I resent it. Sometimes I just want to spend time with my loved ones and relax and have some fun. So why do we sometimes glorify being busy over glorifying the slower pace to stop and be still and find some soul time with Jesus. Where on earth does God tell us that He thinks working on the weekend is far more important than quiet, still time with Him? When did we start becoming driven by the busyness instead of grace? When did deadlines, fear of failure or perfectionism or the desire to avoid disapproval become more important and more valuable to us? In her book, Anonymous, Jesus's Hidden Years and Yours, Dr. Alicia Britt-Sholey writes, But perhaps the greatest danger of busyness is how it offers itself as a substitute in our lives of intimacy with others and especially God. Intimacy is emotionally invasive. It requires knowing and being known. We show our love in other ways we reason, but intimacy has no other way. Without time, without attention, without listening, without touch, we can call it what we like, but it's not intimacy. She goes on to write, Have you ever wondered what God really wants from you? He wants to be close. On a cross, 
His son removed the barrier sin had placed between us. So now Father God stands with open arms, simply wanting to draw us near. And that is very hard to accomplish when we live a life like a series of connected 100-yard dashes. As we draw close to God, as we pay attention to what He is saying and to what He is doing around us, He is cultivating strengths. Alicia writes, Strengths that keep our hearts pure, our minds free and our spirits focused so we can intimately commune with our Holy Father God and seen or unseen, passionately pursue His will on earth. So sweet souls, how does paying attention help you grow? As you carve out time in silence and solitude and prayer with God, as you make this the most important thing you do, then out of that will flow strength, wisdom and guidance. You will find meaning and purpose and relationship with Jesus. So give your entire attention to what God is doing and saying right now. And as the music plays, take this moment to just be with Jesus. Listen for His movement and whispers in your life and the world around you. Or if you pause with your journal and just be with Him. Thanks for joining me for episode 19 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. We are all heading into a much needed break and I will be back in two weeks time with an exciting interview to help you kick off term three in wellbeing strength. Can I encourage you to use this time of holiday and break to sit in silence and solitude Why not try walking as a spiritual practice? Check out episode 13 for that one. Find some time to be intentional about what practices you can put in place for next term that will help strengthen your well-being. And remember, I love hearing from you. I love hearing about your well-being journey. It encourages me and I hope that I can encourage you. So reach out to me at www.carlythompson.com and you can email me at carly at carlythompson.com or you can get me direct message via Instagram at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach. Remember, pay attention to what God is whispering to you. Allow Him to give you courage to what He calls you to put your hand to next. Sit still and be adored by Him. Allow me to read to you from 1 Kings 19, the message. Then he was told, Go stand on the mountain at attention before God. God will pass by. 
A hurricane wind ripped through the mountains and shattered the rocks before God, but God wasn't to be found in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake, but God wasn't in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, fire, but God wasn't in the fire. And after the fire, a gentle and quiet whisper. 